Hi guys, it's Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com here to introduce this week's part one and it's the LMS Christmas special. And we're going to play a little bit of a mix tonight. We've got some Christmas songs from this year, some Christmas songs from previous years and some songs that have got absolutely nothing to do with Christmas but we just really wanted to play them because they came out recently. People sent them to us and we went, yeah, we love that. This is going to be our last show for a couple of weeks. Next week, Dr. Bones is out seeing his family. The week after is Christmas Day on Saturday and the week after that um, hopefully at least uh, it well it is uh, going to be New Year's Day and hopefully at least uh, that will be the show where we do our year in rewind where we tend to play about 50 songs from the year uh, that we absolutely loved which is almost impossible to pick to be honest with you because there's about a thousand that we really love uh, but anyway uh, we, we'll We'll do that tomorrow, you don't have to stress about that, we'll sort that out, we'll work it out. Uh, but for tonight, it's part one of the Christmas show, and I think you're going to absolutely love it. Part two of the Christmas show is coming, and I think you're going to absolutely love that as well. So it's time to get festive, grab yourself a glass of mulled wine, and give yourself a pat on the back for being such an awesome supporter of the show uh, for the last year, or more, if you've listened for a long time. We really appreciate you because you're amazing. Don't forget that. Have a wonderful uh, holiday period, and we'll speak to you soon. Right on, and welcome to New Music Saturday, hashtag NMS, hashtag our Christmas special. I am Dr. Bones, a doctor of many things, but not a medical doctor. And of course, with me as always is my partner in crime, best mate, and uh, many, 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 many more things. Mike Five. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my friend. How are you? Not too bad. Uh, been a decent week, we'll say, for sure. <laughs> Just glad it's Saturday. Okay. 
Yeah, man, I'm glad it's Saturday as well. I've had uh, an up and down week, a, a weird day, but I am pleased to be here. I'm, I mean, I'm genuinely, I feel like sometimes this show keeps me sane, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good to be here. I'm going to miss you for a couple of weeks. We're not back on until the new year, are we? That's right, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, normally, if circumstances, show, I guess. Yeah, normally circumstances uh, are, are not what they are, it, we would have done a show next weekend, but... No, since the board's been closed for like two years, and I haven't been, I haven't seen my dad in almost three because of the whole stuff going on. So I'm going down next weekend, and I'm very excited. So I can't wait. It's, it's been too long. Good. Say hello to your dad from me. Oh, definitely will. Because <laughs> the the last time you saw him probably wasn't far off the last time I saw him on a video call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, do say hello. But no, man, that's great. It's, uh, I can't believe it's this time of year already. It's kind of crazy. It's flame boy, right? Right, eh? So, man, well, let's introduce our musical guest tonight. Uh, welcome, Jay, from the Painkillers. What's going on, Jay? Hey. Hey, guys. You all right? Very good. How about yourself? Yeah, not too bad, actually. Yeah, doing all right. Can't complain like normal, but yeah. <laughs> very good it's good to hear your voice jay i was just saying off air I've, i feel like I, I know you pretty well but i've never actually spoken to you yeah i know yeah it's nice to finally meet you <laughs> definitely definitely have you got any plans for christmas uh as, do as little as possible and yeah <laughs> celebrate as little as possible <laughs> that sounds Not- amazing <laughs> That's amazing. Where are we? <laughs> so, uh, just thinking of busy. Speaking of uh, busy, uh, Jay, you've been super busy, and your your latest uh, uh, project here is uh, the Painkillers, and you released a CD, uh, which I did purchase as well. The T-shirt, I'm not sure wearing the T-shirt right now, which is awesome. But I really enjoy the EP. So, uh, just with all your different kind of we'll call adventures. Uh, what was um, uh, the um, I'm trying to think of the best way to put this? What was the the musical inspiration behind this one specifically? Uh, ooh. <laughs> I, I think um, I was talking to someone about it the other day, and it's just more a case of I've been trying to learn how to produce sort of music and and layer things and and get a good sound, so. You know, like I've done projects in the past where I've been a bit, you know, over the top and try to do a lot of things in one go. So I thought I'd simplify things and just do some, you know, really simple tunes that, you know, I felt were catchy and just, you know, some of them are a bit sad, some of them are a bit happy. And it just kind of all came together. And I just had like this sound that I was getting and I thought, yeah, this is good. We're going to, yeah crack on with this see where it goes now had this been in the works for a while before it even kind of started writing writing songs for it or starting to organize it uh no not at all um i mean i've been up and down like past couple of years like mood wise and stuff and uh, right. yeah i've been on and off making music and you know I'll, I'll do a couple of months where i'll just hammer it and write a bunch of songs and then i won't touch the guitar for like three four months I'm always up and down, and then I just had one of those spells where, yeah, I just started writing songs and ended up with nine of them. I thought, ooh, yeah, that might make an album. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stick it out there, and, and yeah, it came out as it as it did. 
So the sound that... is amazing. Like, we're both. I'm sure we're not. You know, I'm sure everyone that listens to it is is pretty. It's very impressive. Do you know what I mean? Like it sounds massive. Uh, I think I said to you the other week we we all had COVID in my house a couple of weeks ago, and um, you know we were like playing board games and listening to music and just trying to you know not kill each other and uh, and uh, the, your cd was one that just we, we you know between not so much the baby because he's a baby but the, between the three of us we just kept going on oh, let's put that one on again it just sounds massive it's this huge thing and none of them could believe it was just you i was like it's just one guy it's not a band it's just it's just this one guy he's done all this stuff and they're like like my uh, my oldest uh william who's he, he sort of plays a bit of the guitar and a bit of keyboards and stuff like that. And he just like sort of jabbing and messing around. He's had a few guitar lessons and stuff. But he was like, "But how's he playing the bass?" And I'm like, "I don't know. He's just learned the bass. <laughs> it sounds enormous. Um, yeah, it's, it's all been really, you know, it's such a wonderful sound. Uh, we absolutely love it. But I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued how someone sits there and, and puts it all together to be honest, because there's so many layers and so much stuff going on. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. Like. How do you do it? <laughs> <laughs> I just think, um, because I've, I've been learning how to um, use logic, because my, my eldest daughter, she's in university now doing sound engineering and stuff. Um, oh, wow. She we got her a Mac and we, um, you know, I got a logic on it and stuff. And she kept telling me how much better it was than um, Pro Tools, because I had Pro Tools on my, my PC. I was like, oh, I'll give it a go, check it out. And then I've been messing around with the drums and what you can do with, like, a, the well, I was using a drum machine before, but I found out that I could make the drum AI follow the drum machine. So the drum patterns I'd made, I could get this AI thing to actually drum out with fills and all kinds wow. of stuff in there. So what I was doing was playing around with that and playing the bass with it. And then I was just, you know, getting the drums to kind of sound like old kind of style. And um, yeah, I just started putting the drums and bass together and then building the simple guitars on, on top and stuff and it all just yeah, finally came together yeah. I love it, I feel like the bass is a big part of it, that's something we all picked up on in, in our house, it feels like it's it's a bit like um, there's a great uh, album by The Cure called Paris which is a live album and the, the bass absolutely steals the show you know what I mean, it just sounds so massive, it's incredible but it, it, it reminds us a bit of that it, it, it feels like the, the bass just feels like a big like it's a central part rather than a backing part i suppose is, is that sort of yeah. intentional is that the way it's sort of written or well yeah i think having been in a three-piece band for years like um like mark the the guy who plays bass in uh, dead replicas and, and and assisted you know he gets such a big sound out of his bass and he, he kind of plays it um you know like quite intricately like he would a lead guitar and like people had come up to him Gigs and said, you know, it was like you're playing lead on the bass and like really blown away by it. So I think just sort of being involved in that, I understand how important the bass can be to the, the sound overall. So I always try and get like a really sort of warm, big, lovely riff going on on the tracks. Yeah, I got two things to add to that. First off, Jake, so the last times I had you on, um, <clears throat> I asked about um, like influence, uh, number top three influences. And um, Mark said, Eric Clapton, and right away, your first round of your mouth, like, debatable, but, and then you went on. 
<laughs> I'll never forget that because they always made me crack up because you were so quick, like debatable, but you know, like <laughs> so. No, I remember. Uh, yeah, and to me, like you know, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the other thing was, is just speaking of a big, like prominent baseline. I was uh, well. I watched the video last night. Uh, yeah. Radiohead live the BBC playing uh, Dollars and Cents. And oh, wow, the, the yeah. bass is a big, big part of that song. Like Amnesia, out that whole album, Amnesia is a, a fantastic album. But I saw that, I was like, man, I got to post this. It's like, that's one of my favorite songs. But the bass is so prominent in the same exact thing. So I, I, I totally agree with Mike. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's very underused and very underutilized mostly, isn't it? It's, it's mm. rather than being something that's just a bit of a backbone to, to a song, it, you know, it should be celebrated and, yeah. Be a, be a bigger part. I, I love it. So. Why do you think it's underused? I've got a view on this, but I'm interested in yours. What, why do you think people underuse the bass? I, I'm, hmm. I guess I would say either maybe, you know, if you like look at a lot of contemporary music and, and let's just say like dumbed down music that's the popular <laughs> stuff, the, you know, bass and some of the bass and drums in those could be quite repetitive and, and sort of basic, I think. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's, if, if you're going to, I guess, appeal to a big market of people, simple tunes like that, you know, that that's what people go for. Yeah, that, And that's mm-hmm. how it's a formula and it works, people lap it up. And I think that kind of simplified bass sits in, in that space. So yeah, that's. I, I just think it's you know easily underutilized, shall we say? Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah I go with that. I think my thought was that the um, it's it's now more than ever much much easier in many ways to you know, if you if you want to just go, oh, I've written some songs, I'm going to record them. You can do it. Whereas you know, if I think back, the first EP I recorded was in. I don't know, 2003 or something. And we had to go and book a studio and go and do it as a band. And we recorded it and it was mixed in like, you know, half a day. Uh, <laughs> and all the rest of it. And it's kind of, now you can take as much time as you like and do it all high European. And my theory, I was talking about this recently with a friend of mine who's a massive sort of audio file, absolutely, you know, that's a massive CD collection and, uh, and all the rest of it. He's a really good mate. And he was saying that, you know, back in the day... The bass player wanted to be noticed because they only had that small window to do it. But now, yeah. quite often, the songwriter is the guitarist or the keyboard player or whoever. And because they can do it all on their own, they don't even need a bass player. They sort of just, oh, yeah, I'll just do the root notes and you know, <laughs> play a little bass line. That's that bit done. And then they move on to the bits they care about. And I was yeah. quite interested in that. I, I'm positioning, I'm uh, putting that to you with my view, it's not really mine, it's my mate Marty, but it, it, I was quite interested in that point of view. I thought there's something in that, perhaps. You know, there's something about perhaps we miss out sometimes on the, the studio experience and some of the, the elements you can add to it, but equally, you've got the freedom to do so much more because you can take more time yeah. of it. It's a bit of a weird sort of balance, isn't it, in, in where we are today? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I've seen that time and time again, like with, with gigging with uh, bands around. You know, all you do see those kind of bass players that will just play a, a root note all the way through. You know, and sometimes that might just be down, to, you know, 
you know, maybe they haven't been playing long or, you know, they're just not very, uh, I don't know, good, shall we say it? (laughs) (laughs) Say it like it is, Jay. But then, yeah, it's like I said, it's easy to do. And like you said, if you're just at home and writing music, I've done that where I've just kept the root note through and put it on a loop and then, yeah, move on. Yeah, it's easily done, isn't it? Yeah, no, I do get it, but it, I guess I say it because it feels like there's so much care. Like we could spend all night talking about the bass, right. anyway, but it feels like there's so there's so much care and attention put into it. And it becomes such a big part of it. I, I'm, I just, I, I really love it. I'm really pleased that you did that because it's, uh, it's part of what makes it such a unique sound. You know, it's part of what makes it sound so amazing, um, which is really cool. I think it's cool you've picked up on it. <laughs> love it. <laughs> I mean. We only sell we see, right? It's like catchphrase over here. So. <laughs> well, I, if you're wondering why I got this big smirk in my face, it's just because uh, I didn't want to cut in while I let you guys finish. But, Jay, when you're talking about bass thing, well, some they're just not good. And I, and this first thing I thought, I was like, you got two coconuts, you're banging them together. Do you have uh, a favorite track on the album, Jay? Um, yeah, I think for me it's the take a ride um, right at the end because oh, I had okay. I had all of the um, well most of the songs together and I'd written all the music for take a ride and I was you know the, the the structure of it was just me making like a little musical journey you know like how it breaks down in the middle and then comes back and gets bigger and stuff and I thought this would be a really good last track and the amount of lyrics and melodies I tried to get to fit on top of the instrumental. Um, yeah, it took yeah. me ages. Um, so I was really chuffed with that. So like from a musician perspective, that's my favorite one. But then like from a emotional, I guess, I think it's the answer for me on that track. I love that one. Okay. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I could, I, I mean, I dig both of those. My favourite is oxytocin. That's the one I've been listening to the most recently. Oh yeah, that yeah, I like that one as well. But um, yeah, I guess that I I always felt like if I made an album, I'd wanted a little journey. So you know, I I like the fact that I've got oxytocin and second best in the middle because <laughs> kind of back down and then you go back up with kicks and nothing new and you know I'm trying to. Yeah. I wanted to like make that journey, so yeah, they're really good, like middle, sort of truthful songs, I guess, to get the emotional journey going. Yeah. I just, I, I really like the, the the drums and the bass and oxytocin, just the the very opening where it's kind of it's straight in, it's like, it's just like that to me is just like, oh, I'm I'm awake now. What's going on? Which is really cool, but no, it's yeah. Yeah, I love that whole thing to go and see. We both do. It's uh, it's really good. Um, I have. I've got. Oh, I was going to ask: Is uh, Jay before you wrote the CP? What, did you did you have a preconceived idea? I mean, how did you go about writing your songs this time around? Was it any different from what you normally do, or was it just a bit of a change just because of the nature of the EP? Well, I think. Um, yeah, like writing this this compared to the other stuff. Um, I guess I've been I've had a really bad couple of years, like you know, coming to terms with being disabled and you know can't gig anymore and right. you know 
life in general has been a bit shit. Um, yeah. So I've I've always tried to write songs in those periods of time because you know it's good it's good uh, material, isn't it? You know, like oh, I got everything, uh, uh, and then songs come out of it. But like, yeah, this one I've found. A, I'm guess I'm happier now. I've come to terms with everything. You know, I've got a new love in my life, and she's amazing. You know, the kids are all great. Right like, and I thought, yeah. It's just kind of flowed out of me, I think. Yeah, I just started writing, and then it's just like a spewing songs, and then yeah, got an album. It does feel <laughs> very positive. Like there are there are lines in there, there are lyrics in there that are quite dark. Um, yeah, but it's but it overall it feels hopeful, I think, um, which really struck me. And obviously, you know, you've been through a lot. You've been through more than you know most people. people. I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. know, you know, going to go through, um, and it does feel like you sort of come out of that and gone. This is where I'm at, and I'm comfortable with it. And it feels really yeah. confident and comfortable, and um, uh, it, it's a very mature album for, I suppose. You know, it's, it's brand new band, but you're not a brand new person. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> 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 it's, it's that kind of. You know, comfortable sounds like a shit word to describe music, but I mean it in terms of the, the personality behind it and, and confident yeah. probably is what I mean um, more so. I don't mean it's like easy listening or anything because it's not at all. It's, it's, it's you know, proper alternative. But, um, yeah, easy it's definitely listening. got that sort of vibe, which, which I, I really liked. Like, I, you know, I, I thought it, it, may, it certainly made us feel better when we were in quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, man. When, when you think of easy listening, you think of Kenny G. <laughs> Like, yeah, well, I mean, it's not that. Yeah, oh, I know you. Yeah, I know he says it's not that, but it's like, 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 it's is really what I mean um, about it. Is that is that fair? I mean, I'm, that's how I read into it. But it's a... no, I, yeah, I think you on the on the nail there because you know, not only do I feel more comfortable just where I am like mentally but like even with making these songs I feel more confident in you know my ability to write music and record it and mix it and so on so I think yeah it's kind of like yeah definitely feel more confident yeah for sure it's good to see that that comes across as well I guess yeah yeah, yeah. no it really does and it's I mean also it's brilliant <laughs> sort of thing. Like, you can write the most comfortable confident music you like and it's shit it's, it's not going to interest me but it is really really good so that obviously makes a massive difference you know yeah it, and it's mad you know the people are sort of loving it as well because you know like normally I put stuff out and it's just like meh but it's because it's not as good or it hasn't been as good so this time around it's really weird you know like selling CDs people telling me that you know how much they like it and yeah it's just didn't expect it yeah you know what you know what 2j is it's funny because like i didn't realize he had a band camp but as soon as mike sent me the link i was on it right away and that's why he purchased a cd and a t-shirt like instantly <laughs> awesome. it's, like, it's like they have a band camp it's like okay i'm on it right now thank you <laughs> and and joey's speaking like not all the time but a lot of times too when we're doing interviews, and don't get me wrong, I, I am uh, multitasking, so I'm paying attention to interviews as well. But if I don't have one of the things, I'm actually ordering the band stuff on Bandcamp at that instant. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I have a question for you, which is a bit random. Yeah. Uh, which is, so the, the context behind this, um, I've had a bit of a weird day. I've been all over the place today trying to sort some stuff out. And I've also had to go to my niece's birthday party, who was five, and my friend's Christmas party, who's not five, um, <laughs> at various places. But uh, I, I saw a friend of mine briefly today. Um, and I said, I've got to do an interview in, in a couple of hours. Um, he doesn't know anything about you. He will do after this because I'm introduced. Uh, I, I said, what should I ask uh, the person interviewing? And um, the question he came up with was, if you could live in any time period, what would it be? <laughs> I thought that's quite good. <laughs> so, so if you could live in any time period ever, I guess future or past or present, I don't know, uh, what would it be? Oh, wow. Um, I think that I would go and live in Austria um, and probably around about the 15th century, I reckon. I think okay. that's the century. Um, yeah, because I, I basically learned classical music on the guitar when I was a nipper. Um, and I absolutely loved the idea of being a composer and playing, you know, like pieces that you'd written to like a, a, an audience and um, so I've always wanted to have that kind of, you know, look at me, I'm a musician kind of thing. <laughs> but because yeah. I'd learned that first, the classical side of things, like, you know, thinking about the composers and, you know, what they must have been like the rock stars of their day and stuff. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I would have loved that, yeah. What would be the downside to living in 15th century Austria? Um, I guess because I've... I'm guessing that if I go back to the same time period, I'm me, so I have the same problems. So I'd probably say medical care um, and lack of good That's drugs. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> what, what if you could, um, you know, like in the Christmas Carol, since it's a Christmas episode, like in the Christmas Carol, where he sort of goes back in a observing capacity. So I guess all of that, the physical doesn't matter so much. What, yeah, yeah. what would be the downside then? But 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 you have to go back for you can't just go like for five minutes and go oh I I could be a better person. You have to go back for a period of, you know for a while. So what would be the downside then if you didn't have the? Um, uh, yeah, no, geez, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Um, you know, back then it would have been very Catholic, um, mm. and you know. Given I'm quite a big atheist, I don't think I'd have fitted in well. I'd have probably got <laughs> um, so yeah, probably just society in general, really. Should we say, um, you know, I know on mass the public is still pretty dumb, but I think back then it was much worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I asked the question. <laughs> Good, excellent. Well, I felt we learned a lot about you. Thanks for that. <laughs> That's great. If I had a choice, I'd say probably the sixties, honestly for me. Oh yeah? Yeah. I, I think uh that would be like my like my time period right there. Yeah, I can see you fit it in. Yeah, I can totally see it, yeah. Right up. Hold a sec. That's right. Okay, sorry. Go ahead, keep talking. It's just there we go. <laughs> sorry, just my, my cat had grabbed onto something and she wouldn't let go, so sorry. Cat has invaded the studio. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> I, I would be interested, 
I don't like looking back. I'd be interested in, in going somewhere in the future. Um, as as I'd love to have seen like Led Zeppelin live or something like that, or yeah, Jimi Hendrix or whatever. Oh, yeah. I, I think I'd like to, to go into the future. I think I'd like to see the future and then come back and go, What the fuck? Either, yeah, this is really good, keep going. Or more likely, we've really fucked this up. Can we please sort it out? <laughs> try, and, try and make some changes based on you know, something I'd seen. Uh, yeah. I think that's, that's the direction I'd go. I think. You know, I just, I just thought of it too. I think the other time period I liked kind of I would like to be in is when, when jazz kind of started and like Miles Davis came on, seeing that sort of thing. I think that would have been a kick-ass time, especially to see stuff like sketches of Spain live or silence. Like, oh my god, I'd be, I'd be in heaven, man. <laughs> yeah, I would totally do that. Actually, definitely, definitely go for that. Um, but yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, as I was my brother's flat earlier, I told you I've been everywhere today. As I was my brother's flat, and um, he's got one of those robot hoovers, you know, oh, the, really? the sort of, like, that sort of like every now and again it kicks in, it goes, Oh, there's a bit of dirt there. Off I go. <laughs> and you think, Wow, I wonder what it would be like if it was just even 20 years in the future. Like, I don't know, it's kind of insane to think that what could happen. So, I think I'd like to go forward. Um, but I'm all up for jazz. I'm all up for 14th, 15th century Austria or whatever it is. <laughs> I'm there. Yeah. I'd make it quite a good Doctor Who, I think, because I couldn't stay in one place. For uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've got the lit these days as well. <laughs> all right. So why don't we use this chance and we'll take a quick break and play a song off the new Painkillers EP. This one's called Nothing New. Dig this.
Right on. That was the painkillers and nothing new. Like, really enjoy that one. That was, uh, uh, well, catchy, obviously, but I just had that more um, kind of like, we'll call it a bit raw recording and kind of dirty punk sound. Like, really enjoy that one. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm totally with you. It, it kind of, um, what I like about that track in particular is it has that kind of, uh, um, uh, let, let's call it a feel-good factor, because I can't think of a better way of describing it. But it has that kind of, it's upbeat, and it's kind of like, you know, it's there and you're in it. It's got the little lead guitar part. It's got all the pieces in place. It's actually quite a good sort of um, poster track. for the. If you were going to say, what do the painkillers sound like? That's actually a pretty yeah. good uh, um, track to sort of play first off, I think, and get people into it. It's, yeah, I absolutely love it. Um, like I said earlier, I mean, the whole album is, is fantastic. It's, it's one of the one of the things I've listened to the most in the last month, two months or whatever, uh, or month or so it's been, hasn't it? So, um, yeah, but that's, a, that's a great tune. I absolutely love it. Um, do you want to talk about the tune? Do you want to tell us uh, what it's all about, Jay? <laughs> um, it's... Yeah, for me, I've, you know, coming back on Twitter and like trying to share music again and like seeing what other bands are up to and, you know, just trying to sort of, I guess, see what's going on. You know, it doesn't seem to be like much has changed since I last tried to push music, you know, and right. gig with other bands. And, you know, you see the bands that everyone's talking about and, you know, you know, you just kind of, I don't know if you guys do, but I always have a bit of a nosy and have a look at the sort of fan base, what they're doing, how they look, doing their socials and stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah, it just, that song came to me. I was I was sat with my, I've got like this new acoustic, uh, semi-acoustic Fender guitar. Um, and I, I had the, the tune and I thought, wouldn't it just be cool to have that raw sound? So don't plug it in, you know, and use the... Um, you know, the semi-acoustic side of it, just put it right in front of the SM57, just hammered the shit out of it. <laughs> you got that raw kind of sound, yeah? Right. Uh, and that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to do it, like, in an old punky way, so the music itself isn't nothing new, but also yeah. I'm sort of telling you, you know, like, from what I can see, you know, I don't see anything new going on, and that's kind of what I'm trying to get across in the song, I yeah. guess. Nice. I love that. Well, you know what? Um, I'm just speaking of like punk in general, and uh, this is uh, it's it's one of my favorite stories of uh, uh, my my stepmom, um, R.I.P. But um, the first time she saw my Ramones shirt, she goes, "Oh, that's a nice shirt." Goes, "Where the Ramones?" It's like it, it's it's the, it's the Ramones. <laughs> it's like, I start. <laughs> I started I started laughing I started laughing before I answered her back and like and she like the question like what it's it's the Ramones like oh sorry. Um I've got a question for both of you. Yeah. Uh which is I pre prepared a short and I say short because it's only three questions, three question Christmas quiz that I wasn't sure if I was going to ask Dr. Baines on his own later or both of you together, but I feel like if we have a couple of minutes, yeah. could I do could I do the NMS Christmas special Christmas quiz with both we of you? We definitely have time, uh, go for it. 
Yeah, all right, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, right. So you got to get. Have you got anything to write down? You've got your phones on you, bit of paper. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Got to write down the answers, okay? Because we'll do the answers at the end. It's only three questions because I haven't planted it properly. <laughs> uh, okay, right. So, question one In Home Alone, where are the McAllisters, Corey Coulson's family, going on holiday when they leave Kevin behind? That's question one. Where are okay. they going to? Okay, got it. Yeah. Question two. This is a bit of maths for you, right? How oh. many gifts are given in total in the twelve days of Christmas song? What you got to think about is on the first day, obviously they give one thing. On the second day, they give the one thing plus the second thing, so it all kind of adds up, right? So I'll take the closest uh, correct answer, the closest answer to the correct answer for that one. So how many gifts were given in total on the 12 days of Christmas song? And then the third question, in which country, I only found this out this week, in which country is it a tradition to eat KFC for Christmas dinner? <clears throat> okay. Oh, no. All right. That's my super sure LMS special Christmas quiz. Cool. Just needs a snappy name. <laughs> Have you had time to think about your answers? Question two requires a bit of thought. Yeah, um, yeah down. I, I'm good with your J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, let's do it. Okay, in Home Alone, where are the McAllisters going on holiday when they leave Kevin behind? Paris. Paris, yep. Yeah. Paris, Paris. I'm going to trust that you don't need to show me your answers. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that movie one too many times, so. Yeah, right. Okay, cool. That's one all, one all. How many... Let's do question two last, actually, because that okay. might be the tie break. Let's see. In which question... Uh, in which question? Oh, my God. In which country yeah. is it a tradition to eat KFC for Christmas dinner was question three. What did you both write for that? No idea. Japan. Oh, he's edged it with Japan. Oh, it's, it's T1J. That is the correct really? answer. Yeah. Right. So this... You, you, you better not to miss a Google search, that. <laughs> <laughs> no, my kid told me about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Right, so, <laughs> Bainsy, if you get closest to the answer to the question two, you will draw it. If not, Jay's going to run away. With Sixty-two. It. How many? How many gifts were given in total in the twelve days of Christmas song? Sixty-two. I went for around nine hundred. Oh right. Okay, the answer is three hundred and sixty-four, oh. which means Doctor Bones is the closest. Even though he only went for sixty-two, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a draw. I do have a bonus question. Uh, <laughs> if I can find it, where was the website? <laughs> if I can find it. Okay, so I've got a bonus question for you. Um, actually, no, that's not going to work uh -oh. as a bonus question. Let's try this one. Um, <laughs> which Christmassy song plays at the end of Die Hard? First person oh, show the answer Shit. Is it Rudolph? No, you can guess <coughs> as many times as you like, let's keep going. Winter Wonderland. No. Damn it. Um uh oh 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 um oh, Dingle Bells? No. Um Oh dear. <laughs> um Oh my god. It's like um like a Sinatra one, isn't it? We're getting oh. there. Yeah. 
Oh, Jesus. Um, I'll be, I'll be home for Christmas. I'll be home for Christmas. Right. I don't know. No? All right. The answer was let it snow. Ah. Let it snow. Let it snow. Let it snow. Uh, okay, right. We'll have to try another one. It's too tight, isn't it? Um... Uh, okay, right, in the song, since we talked about the 12 days of Christmas, in the song, the 12 days of Christmas, what was given on the seventh day? First person shout-out wins. Uh, seven swans are swimming. Seven swans are swimming. Dr. Baines is the winner for this year's one and only uh, NMS Christmas quiz <laughs> day. It was a valid effort. You did extremely well. <laughs> 900 and something was a bit far out but then equally so was 62 yeah, apparently so my math was really bad on that one I was just trying to do it so good in my head it's like I kind of I lost track so I was cool that so. no, that's, that, that's, that's, that's all good we got there so thank you for indulging me uh, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did I sure did Jay <laughs> I don't have an end to that segment uh. <laughs> I really need to let, start phrasing things as questions. When you and that's my plan. <laughs> Mr. Griffin, you didn't say anything. You just said, that's my plan. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. And that's my plan. <laughs> <laughs> What's next for the painkillers, Jay? Um, I honestly don't know. Um, I'm starting to write another couple of songs. I uh, don't know if that's going to like turn into another record. Um, but yeah, I might have a look at, you know, maybe how could I do it live? and have a think about that um, I still haven't figured that out yet so I might have a look at that see if I can maybe do some shows or something um, but yeah, like I said, this album it wasn't planned or anything so it's not like right. I've got a step to achieve X by whenever, it's just more of a if it happens, it happens I guess I mean, that's a nice place to be though isn't it? A lot of people put a lot of pressure on themselves Unnecessarily, I think sometimes um, that's, that's that's a nice place to be. It's like let's see what's around the corner, see what has happened. I mean, people are enjoying it, so yeah, you know, yeah, that's what I mean. So the, it would be good to keep it going and do something with it for sure. Um, what that is, I don't know, but I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> right on, Jay. Um, Go ahead. Oh, sorry, no, 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 so no please little... continue. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. As I was say, you got you got sort of like all the drawn little drawn characters and stuff. I wonder if the live show could be like a gorilla's live show. You could be you know, big screen with, with them all animated doing whatever, and you guys like sit backstage looking out yeah. some base. You get some cardboard cutouts. Get my kids to hold one up. <laughs> yeah, maybe up for that. How many kids have you got? Are you got enough to form a band. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've still got three left living with me, so yeah. Go on, Andy. <laughs> 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 yeah, get them to do that and just like, you know, sort of yeah. giggle about a bit behind the cardboard cutout. Um, yeah, you can boom some stuff out over the PA. You can, you can even get like some decks and do like a scratch remix or paint for the song and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, it's good food for thought. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll look into it. I'm excited. Manchester's hottest new band is coming to a, a live room near you. <laughs> yeah, this guy's got his kids holding some cardboard cutouts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd pay to see that. I don't know about others. 
Very good, very good. Sorry, Bainsy, I cut you off. I'll no, no, that's fine. I was going to say that's going to wrap it up. But, Jay, thank you so much for joining us, man. It's been too long. Glad to have you back on the show. We want to have you back on again very soon. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been a blast. Anytime, yeah, man. Absolutely pleasure. It's been really good. Um, I, I, my final two questions are where can people find uh, everything they need to find by the painkillers? Uh, I guess on my Twitter page, I've got one of those link tree things that's all the rage. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, yeah, nice. And your Twitter page is at painkillers81. One, yes. As, yeah. Yeah, excellent. Good, nailed that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> excellent. Um, and the other thing, I just wanted to thank you, actually, live on air and, and personally, because you're a big supporter of um, Lights and Lines, which is obviously my little side project record label. Um, and I really appreciate it. Um, we sent you a little um, present, which was a pair of the Grim Christmas socks, because not only you subscribed to the label, you bought the album separately as well. And we we're like, we love this guy, we want to give him something. Uh, so I just wanted to say thank you very much, because uh, I really do appreciate you and, and everyone that, that supports it. But um, yeah, that's that's proper cool of you. So I just wanted to, to share that and say thank you as well. No, I think it's awesome, your label and, and what you're doing and how everyone's you know, getting behind it as well as wicked, well deserved. It's I'm I'm slightly sort of um feel like I've got to work a bit harder now to to <laughs> please all the people that are supporting it. I'm really I'm really amazed and really pleased. So, no, but you're you you're a very early adopter and I really do appreciate it. Awesome. All right, well uh Jay you have a great night and thank you again for joining us. We really appreciate it. Cool. Have a good all show. Right. Have a good night, Jay. Thank, Thank you. you See you soon. Bye-bye. See ya. Let's get the mic back here. Just one moment. Hello. 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 What, what the listeners couldn't see there was the cheeky little wave that Jay gave. So he said goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm out. That was awesome. Done. Oh, man, I love that. I really love that guy. He's awesome. Well, I'm, I'm glad you finally got a chance to um, uh, be on uh, for an interview with him because, like uh, like I said, he'd been on a bit, at least three times before, twice for the Unassisted, <clears throat> and once when they rebranded as Dead Replicas, I believe. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so. Yeah, no, I'm really, I'm really pleased. He's such an awesome guy. And he's, I mean, I really meant that at the end. He's a real... He's a, he's a true supporter. Like, he doesn't oh, yeah. know me from Adam, but he's, he's chosen to, to support that. And, uh, you know, it kind of blows me away when people do that you know you're the same i mean you support as well but it, it is it's incredible right really oh yeah no i agree and you know what i just yeah. go ahead sorry no i was going to say more importantly because the interview's not about me <laughs> more importantly, <laughs> his music is fucking cool and that was a great interview so i really love that i was going to say i mean we can have him on again we can either do painkillers again or we can go to three hour parking limit aha yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, aha. See it. Aha. Aha. I see what you did there. <laughs> not, 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 not just beauty here, right? <laughs> <laughs> beauty and the brains. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Eh? Oh man, I tell you what, we've got I... a cracking Christmas show lined up as well, haven't we? Yeah, man. Bit of a so, mix in there. Well, yeah, we do. Like I said, we do have a mix of. Uh, Roll regular tunes and Christmas tunes. So, and I did the best I could uh, to organize. And then uh, you re- remind me of one song. I was like, oh yeah, I had actually had the email start and I did have a start. And oh, yeah. I was like, I don't know how I forgot that one. 
because one of those times, you know, I pull stuff in, I was looking at it, and, like, I pretty much did it last night because I was uh, um, toying with it a little bit on Thursday night, like I normally do. But, like, this week, I kind of been feeling just a little bit run down. Like, I feel much, much better now. So, I was just a little bit delayed on it. But then once I kind of got going a little bit more, like, focused on it, like, last night, it's okay, now I got it. Now I got where I want it. And yeah, it yeah. pretty much wrote itself, which was very nice, let me tell you, so... Yeah, nice, nice. That's good, man. So, um, just speaking of Home Alone, I can't believe I don't have any Home Alone clips, but uh, what <laughs> I, I what I was thinking of is uh, from the second one, uh, you know, with uh, uh, Rob Snyder and, uh, um, oh, why, I always forget his name. Uh, what the hell is his name? The guy, he played Pennywise in the original uh, Stephen King, like, no, we love you. Um, Rocky yeah, Horror, I know. I Rocky know exactly Horror Picture Show. Um, yeah. What the hell is this? I, I know exactly who you mean, but I am so poor at names. So yeah, normally I'm good, it. but I'm just completely blanking it. But no, uh, no, get down and I say, we love you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> at, the, at the Waldorf in, in New York, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and oh man, those are such classic movies. Like I said, I told you off air like last night, like I. I, I, it was just myself and, and my girls, meaning my dogs and my cat. So, Tim Curry. Tim Curry, thank you. Yeah, we love you, right? But <laughs> so uh, last night, you know, I uh, got up on the couch and you know, I had both all three of my girls, so uh, Rini, Willa, and Freya, and we watched Elf. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, nice. and then, even though Step Brothers is not necessarily a Christmas movie, you had the Christmas scene in it, you know, especially yeah, yeah, yeah. like with the, with the sleepwalking, and they they <laughs> pick him up and toss him down the stairs. <laughs> no, yeah. no, uh, uh, <laughs> you, you can't wake them up, you know. Like, and then, uh, we, actually, we do have a clip from that and with the, with the Hulk hands. This is horseshit. Gets the camera. <laughs> like, <laughs> Amazing. But yeah, so. Um, and because, like I said, I was kind of feeling a little bit rough this week. No, I, I slept till like well, I work overnight, right? So I, I got home and then around just for four o'clock, took dogs out. And I went to bed at six and got up around three. And of course, I was up to about three o'clock yesterday morning <laughs> or this morning. Oh wow! <laughs> but you know, at the same token, too, I did sleep till about ten ish. So thankfully, but yeah. anyway, eh, yeah, exactly right. So. Um, <laughs> Like I said, we we do have a mix of Christmas and regular tunes, but we do we are going to kick off uh, part one uh, post interview <laughs> with yeah. a brand new one by Heart and Bows, a song called "Warriors of Babylon." Dig this. <laughs>
switch up but trust me it works better this way but this is a great afternoon two man love this one and rocker heart sent us to it sent this to us this week and he's saying well you know um i know it's not a chris song but you can play it next week or whatever and i was like well no man we're definitely gonna play this week like no no no, no kidding like, we, 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 we can do a mix in here we're not we're not gonna pass this one up right so and sure sure as fuck we didn't so <laughs> But 100%. but love this tune, man. I just I just love love the the the, the title alone. It's like that's great, and just the kind of the greatness the word of Babylon. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. I got, I, got a, I got a text from our, our good friends uh, and Total Legends, the Metal Birds, uh, during nice. this song. Going, Who is this warrior song? I was like, warrior song is a great way to describe that. Yeah. It's a proper warrior song. Um, yeah, Heart and Bass, absolutely amazing. The guitar work is incredible. Rocker Heart is unbelievable, to be honest with you. Uh, and the vocals, Ron Bays on vocals is absolutely yeah, excellent. Know, right? But the whole, just the connection between them is yeah. brilliant, and they write amazing banging tunes. Ron, we will yeah, have you back on in the new year as well, so I can talk to you again. <laughs> Fucking hell, I know. I keep yeah. missing it. Like, <laughs> the fucking yeah, pokeroo. Nice. Like, <laughs> I missed him again. It wasn't much I could do. That one was caving. It was Damn like, it. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Can't stay up that long. Like. <laughs> uh, out <laughs> of order. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, I enjoyed listening to that interview the next day, I must admit. But uh, yeah, I definitely want to talk to him myself, ask him some random questions, maybe pop a Christmas quiz in there, you know. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, it's it quite congratulations on your win earlier what's that sorry Christmas quizzes well done oh yeah no, I thank congratulations. you congratulations yes. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, yeah. some ways that you've done this before. Yeah. <laughs> Please, there's no need to thank me. <laughs> Actually, ne- next time you come to the UK, one thing you and I have to do is go and find a pub quiz because you've got such amazing general knowledge. <laughs> we oh, have man. a really good time. You know what? Uh, there's this, uh, there was probably about five or six years ago and it didn't materialize and it sucked because we could have won 500 bucks so uh, myself a good buddy of mine who I work with Pat and another friend I work with Make all three of us are just huge Seinfeld fans they had a Seinfeld quiz and for some reason one of uh, Make couldn't make it so he couldn't do it because he needed a trio and it's like man we would have walked out of there with $500 no problem with the amount that all three of us how well we know that show backwards and forwards there's no way we'd lose you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately uh, for some reason Meg couldn't make it so but I've been keeping an eye out for whatever since I said Meg if there's ever one again then we definitely go even if it's Crip Your Enthusiasm Meg you and I can do Crip Your Enthusiasm no problem with Ray David yeah we got it so yeah right nice. so um, but, I've got a question to ask you yeah um, which is uh, unrelated in many ways but, but I, I noticed that on your Twitter profile it now says Dr. I am the real Santa Claus Bates <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was awesome uh, but I was just going to my question was is this true Is this should we be telling all the children across the world that Dr. Baines actually is Santa Claus is it the beard is that the thing uh, yes the beard right not, 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 not as white got, little, got some grey in there for sure but you know <laughs> but I you know I, I, I saw and I, and I, I almost forgot because Mike testifies like oh yeah well, I should probably do something too I was like well that sounds good so, so, <laughs> not so really, why not it genuinely made me laugh out loud earlier which is great <laughs> <laughs> just in case you forget you know like yeah so <laughs> <laughs> Um, You're only going to bring like really good indie music presence. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> well, you know what? I there's a, there's a, um uh, I guess for, yeah, so say a buddy of mine at work. So, um, he works in security, but not passenger security. Anyways, so we were talking. He says, "Well, um, can you can you send me some new music? Like, do you have new music? Because a lot of stuff I have in my stuff is pretty stale. It's my Spotify it's thousands of whatever times like." He's like, yeah, sure, I can send you some stuff. So it goes, so I can send some indie stuff. He's like, indie? Okay, he's like, let's go get one thing straight. Because indie is not just the strokes and the white stripes, okay? <laughs> like, right, it's, exactly. it's, there's, yeah, there's yeah. much more of a spectrum here. Like, you know, I like yeah. both bands, but right. yeah. But it's like, there's, uh, there's a bigger spectrum than you think of. And a lot of bands don't get a chance because people think that since they're unsigned, then they're not worth the less than they totally are. So I send them a whole bunch yeah. of stuff uh, via Dropbox. So like, he hasn't, he hasn't uh, got back to me yet, but I was like, I hope you like this stuff, man. Just kind of expand your mind a little bit because there's so much good music out there, right? Yeah. The fact that he hasn't gone back to you yet, maybe he's like, you know. Well, uh... I, I mean, I've, <laughs> I've, I've seen him a few times at work. So we haven't just really talked about it yet, so we'll see. But I, was like, but I told him too. I said, if you don't like it, you're not offending me at all. You're just, you know, you're just tossing away good music, essentially. So. That's it. That's what I said to him. If you don't like this, you're not offending me. You're just offending all of the people that pray. <laughs> so, you know, think about that. <laughs> 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 oh, you know what? There, uh, just to break our next song here, um, uh, this is from probably about maybe 83, 84. The Just for Last um, Comedy Festival in Montreal. I uh, used to have a cassette tape from years ago, but Bobcat Goldthwait, he played Zed in the Police Academy movies. And yeah. um, 
uh, actually no, no, sorry, it wasn't, wasn't that. Sorry, it was a, uh, it was um, George Carlin when uh, when he's like he says, you know what? Because you can't stand these teachers. Lead forward, get out of the way. Know what I do? Because I obstruct. <laughs> <laughs> so all, all this to say is like you don't need to follow all the trends because there's a lot of good music that you haven't discovered yet, and uh, maybe you open your mind, and there you have it, and you've discovered so much new stuff, and you have no idea how much great music there is out there. Yeah, absolutely. That's the thing. It's crazy. Like, you know, I saw my buddy Mark earlier, as I said earlier, and uh, he he buys music like no one I've ever met before. <laughs> <laughs> like, just in a in a crazy like, uh, you know, I was there and he he had this unopened package of about twenty CDs. Oh my uh, god! Wow. From, like, eBay or somewhere, and he just does it all the time. But um, I said to him, "Do you ever buy stuff from Bandcamp?" And he was like, "You know, I do." Um, he doesn't mean like the download thing, you know, like right. vinyls to CD. Um, he's like, but it, you know, it's difficult to to know, you know, what, uh, what, you know, what what's good. What should, what should I buy? Where should I find it? And all that sort of stuff. And he was saying, that's, I mean, that's one of the reasons he he likes, you know, what we're doing. He likes lines and other things that are similar. Um, it's kind of sort of curating it. And I was like, mate, I would just like pick a random genre and scroll through. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Because you don't know what's out there, it's kind of crazy. All the shit that's out there, like you know, we're doing this here, but we can only play what people submit. Who knows what's out there? That people haven't submitted. Who knows what's out there? Generally, it's, it's an insane uh, position to be in, really, um, in, in where we are. But it's amazing. There's so much to discover. I absolutely love it. It's, you know, much better than just flicking through CDs in, um, you know, HMV or wherever. Right. You know, <laughs> when you were 15, that was that was an amazing experience. Yeah. But, oh yeah. Was only stuff that was backed by big record labels. There's so much out there now, and everyone can make music. It's incredible, really. We're we're so lucky, you know. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, just actually, quick story about about uh, CD store experience. It wasn't HMV, but it was a Canadian store called Send Record Man, which was great because uh, yeah. when we had to visit my grandparents in Toronto when we lived in Montreal, we'd always go to Send Record Man Toronto because that was a big one, right? So and. Uh, many many stars uh, sign their names on the wall so there's like names signatures all over the walls eh? so pretty oh, cool yeah. so one time we're going in there and uh, this is when uh, the Ice-T um, body count came out right so yeah. uh, so I was looking for it and I wanted to ask one, one of the guys there I was like because uh, goes, goes, I said, uh, do, you have, do you have body count? And he starts counting. He's like, very funny, dumbass. Seriously, where's where body count? Do you have? <laughs> and he, he looks at me. He goes, yeah, yeah, man, it's over there. He goes, thanks. <laughs> but I was, I, I was probably fourteen or fifteen, and I kind of, I kind of, I kind of, kind of sass him a bit. So like, kind of funny, dumbass. Seriously, where is it? If you have it, please. <laughs> yeah, not, not, not really proud of that. But like, I got the CD, but. And the one before they got rid of Cop Killer because yeah 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 everybody knows that so anyway so uh, that was my last experience at, at, at a record store but uh, kind of one of I guess funnier ones uh, yeah. and that was probably the same time my dad got a Woody Allen record and uh, I was actually pretty funny and their quick quick uh, um, uh, rundown is so uh, he got mad at his uh he's he's talking about um stuff was starting to talk like certain appliances that sort of thing right and right. he's like i got i got mad at my tv one day so like you know i hit it a few times and then he goes somewhere the next day gets in the elevator and the elevator says you know what floor so it's 12 floor and then it says are are, are are you the guy that hit the television set 
it's like, so, and like, not gonna go more into it, but there's another one where there's a joke I didn't get toyed to my next week. He's like, oh, now I get it. Yeah, I should realize that, but okay. So, anyways, let's get back to the music. And that was a long sidetrack, but this is a great tune. So, um, this is uh, uh, Rini uh, from Modern Groove sent us her newest song. So, thank you, Rini, for sending this over. This is her new song, Susie. Dig this.
Right on, Mono Groove with Susie. That's her newest tune, a big thank you to Rini from Mono Groove from sending that over to us. It's a great tune, uh, very bluesy, very catchy. Uh, I, it's, it reminds me a little bit of, of uh, not Counting Crows, I mean, Black, I mean, Black Crows is the band is going for. Black Crows, yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, but a great tune. I love the vocals. The harmonies were great. And just like, yeah, just uh, I, I transported back to the 60s, man. That was fantastic. Yeah, 100%. That, just the, even that little kind of riff was just like, oh, that's class. That just makes me feel so good. Um, yeah, brilliant band, obviously, and a really, really cool tune. Uh, definitely has a kind of groove thing about it, like you say, which is awesome. Smashing uh, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very Austin Powers. I'll bet, I'll bet. Yeah, no, I love that. <laughs> All right, just before we get next tune, let's get this queued up real quick here, so just bear with me for one moment, please, and thank you. <laughs> um yes here we go <laughs> we're gonna listen to uh hall can's first week direct song so dig this my dad do we know can we open a present please yes have at it. okay i've had my eye on this one <laughs> i hope it's what i think it is oh, yes oh my god hall cans oh, oh yeah Smash when you hit him. Rawhide wallet. Uh, you all got whole cans? I got 100% rawhide wallet? What'd you get? 100% rawhide wallet. Ah. You all got whole cans? You know what? That's, that's bullshit. Okay? You got whole cans. I'm aware of that, Brennan. I'm sure you have lots of wonderful presents to open tomorrow morning. But that's the one you chose tonight. A fucking wallet? If you look carefully at the wallet, Brennan, you'll find that it's actually very, uh, a, a very finely made, finely tooled leather wallet. I have a wallet, okay? I've got a Velcro wallet, all right? It works just fine. Thank you, Nancy. <laughs> You're welcome, Dale. Hulk smash! Yeah! <laughs> I'm opening a second present. <laughs> Brennan, Brennan, you're only supposed to open one. I know, but that doesn't even count. I opened, I opened a box of shit. Is your name? Is your name on it? Cybershot! Brennan, that is my present to Robert. Digital camera! Put that down. That's, this is for Robert? Oh my God. Yes, Brennan. Fucking horse shit. Brennan, I got Hulk hands. I see that you got Hulk hands. <laughs> <laughs> So one of the one of the funniest movies, you know, it's not necessarily a Christmas movie, that, but the Christmas part right there was pretty funny. And there's much more to come. So next up, we have a brand new song by a band called Paul, which is still one of the best names ever. The song called Inside Out. Dig this.
Right on. That was a band called Paul and a song called Inside Out. And I said 10 seconds. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> so that was a Well, I get that now. Oh, you know, well, I know that not now. Like, <laughs> that was a great tune. I love this one, man. Like, very catchy, very like uh, early 90s alternative. Like, I really enjoyed the, the beat to it and I love the, love the harmonies. It's a great tune. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. I really enjoyed it. It was it was one of those where it's just uh, felt like a proper kind of grooving, happy kind of tune all the way through. Um, yeah, I thought the you know, the vocals were absolutely amazing, um, and the kind of just a I want to say chugginess, but I don't mean in the metal way, but just the way yeah. the guitar was strummed was absolutely brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And just the the feel of it, the groove of it was amazing. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, great tune, love that. Right on. Well, you know what? We're going to do another uh, Christmas clip here from uh, Christmas Vacation before we get to our next song. So we're going to play the one uh, from National Lampoon's, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, kiss, kiss, kiss my ass, kiss my ass, kiss his ass. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> 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 working on that non-nutritive cereal varnish? Yes, sir. I've got to give a speech to a trade group. I'd like to mention it. Write up a brief summary and have it to me by the end of the day. My pleasure. Layman's terms, none of that inside bullshit jargon that nobody understands. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, Mr. Shirley, uh, we got your Christmas card the other day, and my family and I are very flattered that you remembered us. Corporate card. Don't forget that report, Bill. Yes, sir. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Kiss my ass. Kiss his ass. Kiss your ass. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> right on. <laughs> One clip from Chris Vacation National Lampoons. So next song up is a band called so, so, band's called Soda Jerk and song's called The Love That Left. Take this.
Soda Jerk with the love that left. That was a great uh, kind of middle tune, and we're going to pick it back up here in a second, but I really enjoyed the one lyrically. That was fantastic. Uh, somewhat of a depressing song, but still really good. I mean, very, 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 very powerful to say the least, you know? But I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, man, it's one of those that sort of um, sharpens the mood. Do you know what I mean? It's uh, listen to that and you go, wow! It's, it, there's something really poignant about the way that's written. Um, I don't know if it's in the lyrics or the music or both, uh, but something that really, you know, kind of go, oh wow! Um, very, very beautiful song. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, really I like it a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I like it a lot. That's one you can listen to over and over again. I think that's the thing. Oh, for sure. It's got that. Yeah, I love it. Well, man, next up we have a song that's from last year, but this is by a band called The Letras. And the song's called Give It Up For Christmas. Dig this.
with Give It Up for Christmas and man I fucking love that too and they did such a great job it is very catchy very Christmassy like the lyrics are amazing I just the, the, the beat to it's like just like you, you can't help but kind of kind of almost nod your head along right even if you don't know the words but the great tune is definitely like you know uh, a campfire tune with the Christmas in the background like great tune absolutely fucking loved it yeah, it's a proper Christmas banger. You know, we we're saying off air. I think the horns really make a good Christmas mm-hmm. tune sometimes. Absolutely, um, definitely makes a difference in that. But yeah, it's got it's got that kind of feel good vibe. You know, that's better than listening to fucking whatever else Christmas music is out there. Isn't it? <laughs> that's better uh-huh. than Mariah. Um, not that I'm knocking Mariah. She's got an amazing voice, of course, but there is so much good stuff out there. It's incredible, and people just miss it because they listen to the same five songs over and over again at different right. points of the year. This should be on everyone's Christmas playlist. It's absolutely brilliant, mate. 
Absolutely. So, man, next up, we have one, again, from last year, a pan called Bad Actress. This one's called Run, Run, Rudolph, and this is a takeoff on Chuck Berry's song, but Dick This Man is a great tune. Fucking love it. Yeah. So here we go with Bad Actress and Run, Run, Rudolph.
fucking right on and Merry Christmas. Run, run, Rudolph by Bad Actress. Man, that was a fantastic tune. And tell me Chuck Berry would not be impressed with a remix of Johnny Me Good to that. And that was amazing. And, and someone back at the end, it was like, it was like a Chuck Berry at the brand mixed with metal, mixed with Megadeth, like a Christmas tune. Like, oh, that was a fucking amazing. Absolutely loved it. So big, big thing to bad dress, and that was Run, Run, Rudolph. And obviously take up on Johnny Be Good by Chuck Berry, but holy fuck, man, that was amazing. <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas, man. <laughs> what a tune. What an amazing tune. Yeah, I, I'm really, really digging that. Um, that was awesome. Just everything about it. The the playing was superb. Like they absolutely nailed the uh, the Johnny B. Good thing. You know, it's it's one of those where it's one of the first tunes a lot of people try and learn on guitar. You, know, you learn the chords. You go, I wonder how I do that little lick. I wonder how you do this. That was outstanding. And then to, right. to put it into a Christmas. Oh man, context, I could hear. Cause what a great tune. That was from last year's, but still, man, when I, I put it against it, oh, yeah, man, I remember this one. We're definitely playing this one again, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, next up, man, uh, we're going to get to a uh, song from last year as well uh, by one of our uh, favorite artists and friend, a guy named Rocker Heart. This one's called Deck the Halls. Dig this.
Right on, Rocker Heart with Deck the Halls. That was a great cover. If you were the last year, it's still a great cover. It's still like, uh, it's got a lot of good heavy tune to it, and probably the heaviest version of Deck the Halls you've ever heard, besides the Transiberian Orchestra. <laughs> but anyway, great tune. Love it. So thank you, Rocker Heart, especially for the new heart and bows we heard earlier. So awesome. Loved it. I mean, yeah, it's, it, it, it's, a, it's a classic tune reworked in a proper rock and roll style and i think basically everyone loves that (laughs) (laughs) i'm not one to argue that i love it too it's absolutely brilliant uh yeah great tune really well done it's just good fun isn't it it's it's so much better when christmas music is made good (laughs) exactly right (laughs) uh, it's like my five-hour punk christmas playlist i just can't get away from it every year it's just like wow this is what christmas music should be (laughs) (laughs) should be but it isn't yeah Yeah. wow oh and and speaking of which real quick victor um second to last song uh in canada uh i just wish he would go away but justin bieber has teamed up teamed up with tim hortons which is a canadian chain for coffee and donuts that's what they and they now have 10 beeps. I was like, are you kidding me? Seriously? <laughs> you know, like, well, we have Michael Bublé. Why not Bublé balls? <laughs> <laughs> A little dirty, yes, but you know. like. But either way, it's like, oh, seriously? And, and, and it's amazing how many people went out as soon as, like, it hit midnight and they're making these things and getting toques and everything. I was like, oh, my God, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and I remember not too long ago during, during during the Winter Olympics, and it was funny. There was a meme um, put up on online said I said I said it was because the goal was between the U.S. and Canada. It says the winner keeps Bieber, <laughs> like, yeah. or, or, or or sorry, or loser keeps Bieber. Whatever it is, like it's like it's like oh awesome, yeah, oh yeah, loser, yeah, yeah, loser keeps Bieber. It's like, <laughs> it's like, and it was funny. I my my friend Samantha, she's in Massachusetts, right. And I said, you know what this means? He goes, you guys keep me birds. So he's like, no, no, get him back. He's like, no, no, he's yours. Take him. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. <clears throat> Do you know, I, I don't, I, I have heard a Justin Bieber song once at some point. I can't remember why. But it just doesn't, I just don't get it. I mean, you know, it's not aimed at me, so I'm not supposed to get it, right? It's aimed at teenage girls or whatever. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. There's some of these things. There was a thing uh, that came out um uh, I wonder if I can find the quote. I'll probably find it for the next one. But there, there was a um, Taylor Swift court case, right? Okay. Um, which is basically suggesting that she ripped off some lyrics from another song by someone else, like years ago. And the lyrics are something like, you know, love the player, hate the game. Right. It's, it's, it's that kind of thing. You think, well, that's sort of been done a hundred thousand billion times before <laughs> but it's the same but, time it's the same thing as, 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 as a, the, a song named creep right <laughs> yeah um but the 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 judge um so this has been appealed or they've changed their opinion or something i don't really understand the law um, <laughs> the judge said the lyrics at issue are too brief unoriginal and uncreative to warrant protection uh-huh. under the copyright act I thought, fucking hell, that could literally describe any of her songs. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't understand why it's popular. I'm not knocking Taylor Swift. I mean, I'm saying no. that the same sentence as Justin Bieber and all these well, other people. You know, it's, yeah, it's, people it's like it's, it. They're popular for a reason, but I just don't fucking get it. Uh, I mean, well, you know, it's it's funny you mentioned Taylor Swift because, like I said, 
I found a few new bands for us uh, from TikTok, and plus I follow some of our, our, our bands like Lost Chimes and Kiatoba, that sort of thing, and Millie Tamaris. Is, you know? is one of them Taylor Swift? Anyways, what I was what I was getting what I was getting to is there's one one thing that came up that says uh, it goes tell me an artist that everyone loves but you hate and they, they, this one thing came up this one one comes up goes you know what I fucking hate Taylor Swift it's like oh that's amazing <laughs> so, like, she's like she's like you know what I fucking hate Taylor Swift you know and of course I, go ahead what, what would your answer to that one be. Uh, I, I I think um, that she artistically is, is good. I don't like her music at all. To be no, no, honest. I don't mean that. I mean, I mean, what would your answer be? You know, an artist that everyone loves but you hate. Um, good question. I don't know because the only band that comes to mind I know a lot of people hate, so it's it's, it's not really a uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> And Nickelback, like <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> so, but other than that, I, I I can't. Oh, actually, you know what? I I wouldn't say I hate them, but I don't. I don't. I'm not a big fan. Is Green Day? No, really. Not a huge fan. Like I don't hate them. Like don't be wrong. Oh. I don't. But no, no. For for band, I actually hate that. I probably a lot of people like is uh fucking um Papa Roach. I fucking hate them. <laughs> fucking hate those guys like a bunch of the biggest poser pansies like ugh like I mean uh, some, some of the lyrics like it's like are you serious man come on like I mean I could have dug up in the early 90s from a fucking Nirvana song already come on Jesus like Kobe Dick is actually his name the singer for, for Papa Roach and like and he's just such an idiot like <laughs> I, see I would go Bon Jovi be oh no no I agree yep yeah, yeah, no I agree yeah, just not my. Uh, I did like the. Um, uh, what was it? Wanted. Oh, uh, Dead or Alive. Yeah, that's Dead a good life. tune. I, I can dig that. I kind of get why that's a good tune. But the rest of Bon Jovi is just nah. I'm not with it. And yeah. I know a lot of people would assume that I'd say the Beatles, but the truth is I don't hate the Beatles. I just don't like the Beatles. That's, well, that's different. You know, thing. you know, it's funny that you said that too because there was one stitch that said the guys like, you know what? I don't like the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not a Beatles fan. Yeah. A lot of people know that, but I don't hate the Beatles. Like, that's, oh, that's well, a ridiculous thing to say. Oh, whatever, man. Like, it, yeah. each your own. Like, no one's going to criticize you for it. At least, like, I'm not going to, but... Yeah, but, no, but I, I genuinely don't hate them. I just yeah. don't regret but, them. But, um, believe it or not... Like, oh no! <laughs> you know what? The only other song that I could say the decent song by Bon Jovi is uh, "Blaze of Glory" for Young Guns Two soundtrack. I don't remember that. I'll have to go you know, and check it out. But that's that's actually a pretty good tune. It's surprising because I'm not a big fan of Bon Jovi like at all, at all, at all. But that's a pretty decent song, and so it just it kind of it kind of goes along with the movie a little bit. But uh, um, anyways, um, I think most bands like. When you don't like a band, actually, most bands will have at least one good song. Like "Come Together" by The Beatles is a brilliant right. tune. Um, those two Bon Jovi tracks that we just mentioned, you know, we both like them as tunes. Oh. Nickel Black had a song called "Blurry," I think, which is a really good tune. I think it's blurry. Um, they definitely have one that's a good tune. Everyone's got one good tune. That's the thing. You can't really. Yes, but we must do it again. It's like, oh, this is cheesy as fuck. Like, why? Like, like, like the like the Nickelback song "Photograph." It's like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. it's that, not sure, important. <laughs> I'm sure there's maybe it's blurry. There's a song where he's in the in the video. 
he's playing an acoustic guitar. I remember he's playing a D. Uh, okay. That's all I really remember. Um, but I'm sure it's raining or something. Anyway, it's quite a good track. You know, it's one of those we go, no, I get why, you know, I get why that's good. But it was never yeah. really popular. You, you kind of lost me because I don't know all the Nickelback tunes, I'll be honest with you. Like, no, I know about I, three, but that's the one I uh, but the, the, <laughs> the photograph one is like, look at this photograph! Kind of makes me laugh. It's like, oh boy, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, go, right, get get to the point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, please and thank you. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> exactly, moving on, and thank you for that. So, that, <laughs> and as per one sidetrack, thanks to Mike. So, <laughs> I mean, always, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, sometimes a, a bit. So, always happy to apply. <laughs> <laughs> And why not, right? So, okay, so next up we have, well, we have two more songs to get to tonight for part one. So next up is another song from last year. This is Titanosaur with a song called Jingle Bells. Dig this. Dashing through the snow In one heart's open side On the fields we go
Happy holidays. Right on, Titanosaur with Jingle Bells. That was a great effing cover, man. I love this guy. And uh, he has a new uh, album out for um, pre-order in Bandcamp right now called Absence of the Universe. So be sure to pre-order that. Um, I'm going to tonight. It's going to be the night I forgot. But I will do that tonight. So uh, that was Titanosaur with Jingle Bells. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, and also a shout-out to Titanosaur for doing our theme tune for this year, which has been absolutely Oh, amazing. yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm really digging that. I was sort of in two minds, like, should we get a new t- theme tune for a new year, for a new season? We often do, but then that one's so good. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's kind of hard, hard to top that one, Rick, really. Yeah. We'll throw it out there. There's the challenge. If you want to write a New Music Saturday theme tune, just include the words New Music Saturday. I mean, I guess include Dr. Bones and Mike Five as well. That'd be good, but... <laughs> Yeah, uh, there you go. That's out there. We'll see. If not, we'll just keep Titanosaurs. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, man, what a what a great take on Jingle Bells. I mean, that was amazing. I know, eh? <laughs> what a legend. It was. Uh, it's one of those genes where you're just like, this is this is just spot on. This is everything I need right now. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> this yeah. is not fucking wham. I've got nothing against wham, but this is Christmas right here. Not wham. <laughs> 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 that's it really <laughs> oh, that's it? well I guess really uh, yeah, really uh, <laughs> oh really oh uh, really okay okay this is bizarre just give me one second here <laughs> sorry sorry no 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 I just I'm just trying to organize something here I, I got it I, 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 we're, we're good we're, we're good it's so appropriate to the conversation. Not, not, not well, what right? you were saying. Just that was like, oh, just trying to get some organizer. So we're going to do our last song of part one tonight. It's a new song by Lesson Hollow, author of New EP. This one's called For You. Dig this. <laughs> i 
Right on, Less Than Hollow, a song called For You. And um, I'm not sure how many um, uh, North American, well, America and, and Europe new uh, uh, artists um, from Canada. And uh, he's a uh, great artist. And uh, his name is Matthew Good. And um, uh, Adam in this song sounds a lot like Matt Good, like uh, uh, some of the heaviness and just the... Uh, the sullenness to the to the lyrics being you know, great lyrics, but uh, that's what it kind of reminded me of, you know. And uh, if you haven't checked out Matt Good, please check him out. He's definitely worth it. But Matthew Good for sure. He's got the Matthew Good band. They went solo. His first little album's called Avalanche, was probably one of the best albums ever. So please check it out. But uh, uh, I love Lesson Hollow. This is Adam's uh, uh, new side project. It's been for about a year and a bit now. And I uh, remember when he was with Colt 48, he interviewed with us when he was in his car. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, great tune, and he's a great musician, a great lyricist, and this is an exceptional song. I really dig this one. Yeah, man. Awesome tunes in part one as well. Like, that's got a real um, cliffhanger vibe to it almost, where you're like, oh, right. I want to hear part two now. So that was a good bit of DJing. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> No, awesome. It's a really cool team. Um, you know, anyone who interviews in their car is a legend in my book. So, <laughs> right, exactly, right. So, uh, besides that, or and Terry in his best mate's parents' bedroom, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I like to manipulate when um, he was uh, in not the restaurant. Was, yeah, <laughs> outside the restaurant for yeah. someone's birthday, and he was interviewing with us while they yeah. were eating. Oh, oh yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. We're good. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do love it and uh, um, Cutthroat Francis when they're at a festival we could hear yes. one of the bands playing in the background <laughs> yeah I love it if you want to interview with Dr. Baines and I in a strange place and let us know <laughs> we're, we're well up for it <laughs> right on so like always we're going to let uh, Dr. Krieger take us out for part one here and we'll be back in about 15-20 minutes so until then here's Dr. Krieger and we'll talk to you and bones out Memory banks of the supercomputer shrink eating that Krieger out. You pay your business credit card back every month. Your business credit card pays you back every month. Hmm. At Barclay Card Business, we do things differently. So with the Barclay Card Select Cashback Credit Card, we pay you back 1% cash back on all your eligible business spend, with no cap and no annual fee. To apply for a card for your business, search Barclay Card Business. Cashback T's and C's and exclusions apply. The approval of your application depends on your financial circumstances and borrowing history. T's and C's apply.